Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. What up, Fightful friends and family? Shaquille Mahjoudi here for another edition of Fightful Wrestling Roundtable coming to you every month on Fightful Pro Wrestling. Today, we've got another all-star lineup. Kenny McIntosh of Inside the Ropes, Izzy, better known as Izzy Mania, and Wrestling Observer Newsletter's own Andrew Zarian. Now, we had a few little technical hiccups, so we're going to dive right in to our first topic, discussing what we would like to see Sasha Banks and Naomi do next, whether that's WWE, AEW, movies, just sort of breaking down all the options for these two talented women. I don't want to see or have to kind of continuously take sabbaticals for different reasons if it's something that's detrimental to her health. Izzy? Um, I really think for both Sasha and Naomi, I think they are two talented women. So they can pretty much go wherever they want and do whatever they want. Um, I know it doesn't have to be inside the pro wrestling world. As much as I would love to see Sasha and Naomi back in the ring because they are two great pro wrestlers. You know, Sasha has that acting career. We saw her in The Mandalorian and she did a great job. And we see a lot of people who dabble into the Star Wars universe and that's where they stay for the rest of their career. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I think that's a really good spot for her. But like I said, she can pretty much go wherever she wants. Um, as, for, as for Naomi, um, you know, she has that dancing career with her. You know, there's, like I said, there's so much for both of them that they can do. I see so much potential um, wherever they end up, whether it is an AEW or it's with another company or it's outside the pro wrestling world. I think they're really going to take whatever industry they're going to go into by storm. Andrew? Yeah, I, I think it's a great question. Uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of uncertainty whether or not, you know, if Naomi goes or Sasha goes to AEW and if it's a better run than what WWE was able to do. I, I Listen, I hear all the criticism uh, from Sasha fans especially, right? Sasha and Naomi fans. But but let's, if I'm going to focus it in, a lot of Sasha fans, uh, they feel frustrated on how she's presented on TV. She's there for a while. She's not there for a while. They put her in a tag. 
um, frustration makes people do some crazy things. Whether or not this is the best decision for them, I don't know. I don't know what the best decision for them is. You know, they were both in a key program. They were tag champions. Uh, they were facing the individual uh, women's world champions at the pay-per-view. You know, they were they felt unheard. They felt unappreciated, and they walked out. I, I don't think they did the wrong thing. I You know, I'm a big believer on however you feel. Whatever makes you happy, that's what you should do. I don't know if, if them showing up on AEW TV is going to be the answer to solve, you know, whatever frustration they have with WWE. It could. It could be great. They'll have a great time, but maybe not. Um, You know, maybe an unpopular opinion. I kind of like them in WWE. I thought they were an asset for sure for their division. Uh, they, 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 they were both tremendous athletes. I, I think they would, they would muster better in WWE than they would right now showing up in AEW with, you know, the uncertainty over there with their booking right currently. What do we think? I'm, I'm going to focus in for Sa- on Sasha just for a second because I feel like there is a, a, a little more to work with in terms of like what we know about her and other pursuits. Do you think the Mandalorian was more a consequence of her ability and desire to branch out as an actress or was it more the WWE tie? Like how much success do we think Sasha is going to have in Hollywood if that's the pursuit she's passionate about without the WWE vehicle behind her? I would, uh, it depends. It depends on her management team or agents. You know, uh, she's very talented. I, you know, from people that I know that were on that set for the Mandalorian, they said that she was very easy to work with. She was very appreciative. She was just fantastic. All positive stuff. Uh, I, you know, acting is a very different beast, but some people make it and they're able to do tremendous things. We've seen that happen. Uh, I, I I don't know if it was WWE that got her that. No, I, and I don't think I, it I can't was. Remember but I mean, can you can she make? Is she in a position to get significant acting roles if she's not WWE superstar That's Sasha Banks? I think yeah, there is there is there is definitely some. I mean, if you look at this is a, a different situation, but if you look at Sable in China in the late nineties when they left, they weren't able to capitalize on what they had when they were Sable in China because they couldn't use the name or whatever. I think the difference with Sasha is that I think that she, I think it's a different time now. And I think people are more aware. And I think that she's clever enough and smart enough. If you ever see her do interviews, she, she would make it work. You know, she's not someone who's just going to sit back and just think opportunities are automatically going to come her way. She's going to work for it. Um, whether it's in wrestling or out wrestling, I think in wrestling, she still has a point to prove in her own mind, wherever she goes, whatever she does. But like, as he said, if she was to go over to, you know, do more Star Wars stuff. She could do that forever. Um, I'm not worried about her in terms of mm-hmm. getting opportunities. I think she's going to be fine. But I, I do think the initial opportunity she got, part of her being in WWE had to be a reason, right? Because that's where she was a big star. Yeah, we have someone in the comments section saying it was actually the Hot Ones appearance she did. But, you know, she got that as a WWE superstar. So I feel like there's still a tie-in. Izzy, did you have anything you wanted to add to this? Yeah, I, you know, if the, if her being a WWE superstar didn't get her the role with the Mandalorian, if like that wasn't the main reason, like that, oh, Sasha Banks is a WWE superstar, it's just her, then I think she's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. Like I said, wherever she goes, whatever she does, I think she's really going to make some waves. Um, I like, I, I really believe she's going to pursue the acting career, um, 
because I think there is a lot there for her. And like I said, like, I have seen so many, like, people who have gone into the Star Wars universe, and, like, that's where they stay. And, like, I'm one of those people who are, like, looking at, like, the convention websites, and it's like, oh, my God, I watched them on Star Wars. And so, like, I could see her being on that type of website and, you know, being at the conventions and going to the Star Wars celebration, whatever. Like, I think that's, that might be her place, but, you know, like I said, I think she'll be great. She's so talented to pretty much do whatever. I was even thinking she could launch her own brand possibly, you know, whether that's makeup or hair, whatever that is, I think legit she can do. There's a lot of options for her for sure. Okay, last thing on this before we move on. For both Sasha and Naomi, you know, we hear people talking about, oh, well, you know, it'd be great to see them ply their trade in stardom or a big coup for impact. We've seen this with other major WWE superstars once they leave, sometimes the asking price is too high. Can we see a world where if Sasha and Naomi wrestle outside of WWE, that realistically it would be anywhere but AEW? As far as financially goes, uh, you know, both of them are very well-paid, popular, uh, you know, uh, wrestlers in that company. I, I don't know what AEW's budgeting is right now for contracts because, you know, we've seen them grab everybody possibly that they could uh i don't or maybe it's not even about getting that kind of money maybe mm-hmm. it's about your happiness i think for, for sure. sasha's case you know if if she feels and from what everybody and this isn't anything i know or was told but i think it's anybody you're you're a performer you put all this time in your work you make it to the big leagues right you go to wwe you become i don't know if she's a millionaire let's say she's a millionaire i would assume she is uh, you become this big giant star, but at one point, you know, she's passionate about pro wrestling. Oh, she's not no doubt. passionate about being just the WWE superstar and just taking a paycheck and going home. So I think that she could definitely go to AEW for less money, maybe in some sort of scenario and, and put on some unbelievable matches. I just feel I, I, I feel this is a very WWE's handling of this is the bigger story for me. Oh, certainly. Because uh this was a a dropped ball. For sure. And, you know, some of this stuff, maybe it's maybe maybe they dropped the ball because they were too distracted with the Vince scenario. I, there's, there's a lot of moving parts. I can't imagine how they could let both of them leave the company like that. Bad optics. Agreed. Fully agree. I mean, let's Thank you. let me talk. I mean, no, no, talk about I've never been as uncomfortable as watching Michael Cole have to sit there and sort of like tear Naomi oh and Sasha. Just. Just icky, and uh, <laughs> thank God they didn't make poor Pat McAfee do that one. Uh, guys, let's move on. And before you ask, I'm not dying. I just I reset the stream, and it, my my white balance is all out of order. I'm alive. <laughs> In fact, having talked to both to everyone here, other than Izzy, I'm perhaps the most alive. Really, truly. <laughs> uh, topic. <laughs> Speaking of people who are worse for wear, though, let's talk about the AEW roster. I mean. You know, Forbidden Door was a fantastic event, but going into it and coming out of it, it was very clear that there's a lot of people they wanted on that show that were not present, uh, you know, at no fault of their own. CM Punk getting injured very shortly after capturing the world title from Hangman Page. Brian Danielson is out for a period of time. It's just people are Adam Cole, like people, Kenny Omega's still not back yet. The AW roster is dropping like flies. Uh, this is kind of a two part question. The first thing I'd like to tackle. In spite of all this, how well do we think AEW has been pivoting and sort of managing to work around these? Like, let's give it a, a, you know, 
scale of one to five, we'll start with Izzy. How happy are you with what AEW's managed to put together, considering all the injuries that they've had kind of fall in their lap? Now, I think, personally, I think they have done a great job. It is not easy to continue to put on a great show week after week with some of your main pillars gone due to injury. It's not easy. And I applaud AEW for being able to put on a great show every Wednesday. Like, I still tune in. I love CM Punk. I love Adam Cole. They're currently not on AEW anymore, but I'm still tuning in and having a great time watching the show. Um, I think now is the time for more of the younger stars in AEW to really step up, and we have seen that um, for the past few weeks. Um, And I'm not saying that oh, they haven't been in the spotlight because of the main the main pillars, they've been there. I'm just saying, like, this is a really good time to start showcasing them and shining the spotlight on those younger stars we see in AEW. Andrew? Uh, I, I would, like, if I'm going to rank it out of five, I would say they've done a pretty good job. I would say four, four and a half uh, star, I guess. I have to, you know, this is part of the deal with The Observer. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> I have to compare everything to star ratings. That's just in the contract. So when my wife makes dinner, it's a star rating. When I make dinner, she has to give me a star rating. That's just how it works. Uh, I I think they've done a good job. Now, here's the big problem here, though, right? These are all very highly recognizable names. Uh, Especially, you know, a a Brian Danielson, a CM Punk. Uh, those Those are huge, casual wrestling fan names that they would recognize i think same thing for kenny you know maybe maybe a little less because kenny was not in wwe but they've done a tremendous job at pivoting and trying new things and giving people uh like takeshita right perfect example i mean that guy is i mean by all accounts unless something terrible happens that guy is a future future top tier star in professional wrestling maybe not AEW, maybe not wwe but definitely uh, you know, maybe in Noah, maybe New Japan. Uh, this guy has it. There's something very special about him. They also did a great job at featuring Clark Connors on that New Japan uh, joint show, which a lot of people were surprised how good that match turned out. I, I, I think they've done a good job at pivoting, but you're going to run out of those pivots. <laughs> you can only pivot so long. Uh, you know, we'll we'll see what those rating the rating is for tomorrow because that match that show is a is pretty much on Eddie Kingston and and. Jericho to to bring in a million or view million or plus uh viewership I I they definitely have taken a hit but I don't think it's as detrimental as some people would you know hope it is I guess if you're a detractor of theirs Kenny um I feel like because I'm not going to be as positive I said like a Debbie Downer now but I'm really not on this one like I think they have done a good job I would give it a three to be honest with you because I think one of the things I've struggled with a little bit with AEW programming is the amount of different people that come in and out and it's, and it's kind of a bit all over the place sometimes with New Japan people coming in and then they're gone then if one guy gets pushed for a week and then he's away for three weeks and it's kind of, you know, touch and go. To me, Adam Page, why is he not in a more prominent position? Why is he not doing more on the show? I think he's a, he's someone who absolutely should be doing more. Darby Allen, I'd love to see him feature a little bit more. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? 
The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So I think that hopefully coming out of this by having these people out, they can focus on other people. But I think, you know, for the amount of injuries they've had to deal with, um, the fact that, you know, as he said, every week it is still a stacked show, you know, regardless of whether it's new people or current people, um, I think they, yeah, they can definitely hold their heads high. But they've they've done a decent job with it. Yeah, I think um, I, I definitely agree with you, Kenny. I think early iteration of AEW did a better job of telling a select number of stories over a few months before cycling people in and out. I don't know if it's because of the injuries they've been forced to sort of scrap a lot of planned storylines and pivot suddenly. Maybe that's why it feels so disjointed. But I agree, especially trying to sort of give Ring of Honor enough promotion ahead of their next pay-per-view. There's a lot yeah. going on, but if you ask me, like, what's the what are the three biggest storylines happening right now? I mean, Chris uh, Christian Cage, Jungle Boy comes to mind, but Jungle Boy isn't, hasn't been there for weeks. Obviously, as part of the story, it makes sense. But, you know, we're kind of waiting for that. Otherwise, Where, I guess you'd MGF? say... Yeah. Is it- MJF coming back are we going to get you know because it feels like with that storyline it was so hot when he did that promo in June 1st and now it's just starting to you know it's starting to dip the momentum starting to go so I'm hoping that he's gonna come back so soon do, do you like, so are you not in favor of the long long play here with MJF I just don't know if people I, I, th- I think people are still going to go nuts for it when he comes back and does something but I think especially now when you have all these injuries it's a perfect time to to do something with MJF, even if it's him front row with a ticket, you know, being smarmy or whatever. I think there's a way to do something with him to make him part of the show. All right, guys, I know we're a little short on time despite the late start. I'm very sorry for that. So let's get on to topic number three. I'll try and wrap up with some quick Q&A. If you guys have any questions, please leave them in the super chat. Make sure to make up for with the next round table. will go extra long, but just perfect time. Throw those in super chat. We'll get to those right after we talk about this. Uh, Ric Flair's last match. I have an interview with Conrad Thompson probably coming out like a day or two before we close out StarCast with what I think is shaped up to be honestly a 
really, really great card. Um, there is still some trepidation over Ric Flair getting back into the ring, especially after... What did we just find out he's dealing with? Plantar fasciitis? Can't even tell you what that means. I just know it's a thing, and it's got people concerned. Um, I talked to Conrad Thompson, and giving a little bit of teaser for that interview that is coming out, uh, you know, keep in mind, they are not only longtime friends, they are at this point related through marriage. Um, and Conrad sort of framed it as, it really upset him to see what Ric Flair's actual last match was, and that a lot of these retired legends don't get the proper send-off that they deserve. He frames this as what he hopes will become a trend where StarCast and his functions can sort of serve as a proper farewell for legends who may not have gotten their fair shake. Without hearing his words for themselves, does that give you any more comfort than you had going in? And in general, how do you feel about the way they've announced it? Andrew, we'll start with you. Um... I don't have as as much of an issue with him wrestling as as a lot of other people do. I, the guy, I mean, I I think in interviews uh, I heard him say that you know he has doctors that have been screening screening him throughout this entire process. You know, and this is a guy that's been training for months and months and months with this. He has a pacemaker, which is a little concerning, uh, but. Uh, you know, if they do it the right way, it's a tag match. He's only in there a couple minutes, and people get that big moment, that big send-off moment uh, afterwards. I, I, I think a lot of people are going to go It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a five-star match. Again, see? Star ratings. It doesn't have to be a five-star match to make people happy. I think if you get something a lot of fun that's fun, uh, you're going to get it. And listen, you got Jarrett there, you got Jay Lethal, mm-hmm. and, you got, uh, and, and you got Andrade to carry that whole thing. Make this into a hot tag moment. Flair comes in, does woo, 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 chop, 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 and puts a figure four and, you know, does a couple things. I think they could do it perfectly, but it it really depends, you know. I don't, I don't know if we're going to just get a hot tag. I think he's going to, you know, bleed all over the place. He's going to try something. I really don't want him to do that buckle flip, you know, the turnbuckle flip that he hasn't been able to do for a long time. Uh, you know, he – it's Rick. I, I think he'll get through it. I I, I hope there's no – there's no major problems for anybody in that match. Uh, but I, I, you know, sometimes you gotta, you gotta think, you know, maybe they know what they're doing. Conrad's not a dumb guy. This guy is a total pro. He's a business. I mean, everything is, everything he's touched has, has turned to gold really. So I think he has enough foresight in having his father-in-law in that match to know that he's going to be protected and he he's fine to, to do the match. I don't think Conrad would put him in there. Uh, if he had, you know, a major, major problem. By the way, that 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 thing that he has, um, it's the band. It's an inflammation on the heel. They, I didn't know this. It's called policeman, policeman's heel also. So the strut might be affected is what the we're saying. The strut might be affected, yeah. Oh, no. Kenny. Um, yeah, I mean, I understand why some people might not be thrilled at the prospect of him wrestling. But, I mean, you know, I don't, like Andrew said, I don't think Conrad's putting him in this scenario. And if he's fearful for him you know he's been training for months i'm sure it's been checked out um i think it's cool he's going to get this send-off you know kurt angle's last match was with baron corbin so you know i can understand why some people want to have a better moment and if and if this now becomes the new thing where conrad can have a legend have their last match in this environment you know why not like rick flair's done tons of the wrestling industry people love him um, and I think everyone who goes to the event or buys it is going to be somebody who wants to see it. 
so I think that they'll be in good hands. And the tag match, the, the angle they did with, with Jarrett was tremendous. I thought it was really, really clever. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. Excited and slightly terrified to see what he's going to do. Is he? You know, this, I, I don't know why, but this topic means, like, like I don't, like, it, it has, like, a, some sort of a special meaning to me because, you know, I've seen the comments about Ric Flair having his last match. And in a way, like, I have kind of gone through what he's been through where people are like, you shouldn't have a match. Because I had my first match when I was 10. So, like, I will never forget the comments that I've received. So, I, like, for me, and this is how I went into my match, and this is what I think we should really consider and put into consideration is that if the trainers are fine with it, if the promoters are fine with it, if the people that are going to be in the match are fine with it, then I, I don't see a problem with it. I'm sure Rick has gone to his doctors several times to make sure that he's okay to wrestle one last match. So, like I said, I don't think there's an issue with the match. I think everybody in this match, Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, Andrade, I think they're going to put on a phenomenal match. It's going to be something that we're never going to forget. I mean, did we think five years ago that we're going to see Ric Flair's last match? I mean, at least I didn't, like, this is kind of cool for me. Like I grew up watching Ric Flair and I like, I admire him and I was like, wow, I'm excited to see his last match. This is exciting. Is it going to be scary a little bit? Yes. I don't want to see Ric Flair get hurt, but I think it's going to be something that we're never going to forget. And like I said, if, if everybody, if everybody involved in this match is okay with it, then I think Ric Flair, he's going to be okay. Ric Flair and Izzy, brothers and sisters in arms in the pro wrestling <laughs> ring. Who would have thought? We should, know, we, we should, we can relate in a way. <laughs> we should break the news to Andrew. Andrew, I don't think Flair's match is going to hit five stars. I think you should. No, just no, no. I, I, I don't expect now. it. Oh, no, yeah, I'm. No, I'm not on even. Emotions, my man. <laughs> six and a half on emotions. Yes, it's a six and a half star emotion match. Okay. But as far as in ring goes, I have no idea. I don't know what to expect. Okay, guys, I know we got to get out of here. So. We're going to do one Q&A, and we'll wrap up, if that's okay, with the three of you. Um, just very quickly, though, I can't go without this. we got to throw to my man, Sean Ross Sapp, for about a minute so he can tantalize the sweaty glands of your guilty juices or whatever. <laughs> StarCast 5 looks to be the biggest yet, July 29th through 31st in Nashville, Tennessee, at the fairgrounds, capped off by an insane card. Underneath Ric Flair's last match, you got the Briscoes versus Von Erichs, Motor City Machine Guns versus the Wolves. You've got Rachel Ellering, Deanna Perrazzo, Jordan Grace in a three-way knockouts match. Impact champion Josh Alexander defending against Jacob Fatu, Killer Cross, and Harry Smith in a rematch of their great Bloodsport match. You got Clark Connors uh, against Ren Narita. You got Ray Phoenix, Bandito Tarus, Laredo Kid in a four-way match, and then Ric Flair's final match. And that's in addition to the great panels. They're reuniting the Talking Smack team of Renee Paquette for sessions with Brian Danielson. You've got Soraya turning the page, the last ride of the Four Horsemen, and Bret Hart talking about that historic British Bulldog SummerSlam match 30 years later. If you're going to be in Nashville, head over to StarCast.com for more information on StarCast tickets, meet and greets, and last match tickets. But just because you're not there doesn't mean you don't have to miss the action. Uh, RickFlair'sLastMatch.com. You can pre-order the event. You can watch the incredible docuseries, Rick Flair, The Last Match, with new episodes every Monday at 6.05 p.m. 
StarCast 5. Thank you, Sean. I could not hear you, but I know it's about StarCast. I know it's going to be great. All right. Let's finish on this super chat from Daniel R. And we'll get out of here, guys. I'll just probably throw it to one of you. Uh, two questions. What is next for Hangman? Kenny, since you were the most upset about the way I mean, anything would be better than what he's doing now like the guy was the world champion he wasn't in the battle royal now he's just not he put him in a match with moxley in a big dynamite episode and in a title match that's what he needs to be doing next all right and we will leave this one with Star- andrew ah starcast all right we'll leave this one with andrew just watching a few matches of cesaro's claudio's never wwe champion why why did the wwe never go all in on cesaro uh they they didn't think he's a good promo were they right uh, i mean is he a promo like a like a like a paul Heyman? and uh, no absolutely not but i i don't i don't think you need to be a great promo to be a world champion i think you need to just have have it whatever it is he has it but he doesn't he, he wasn't a uh a promo guy i i guess and they 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 pushed him. They pulled him back. They pushed him. They pulled him back. Uh, it, it got, you know, unfortunately, he did, he wasn't going to be the man in that company. I think we, we, we could kind of assume, like, what they look for. And it wasn't Cesaro, unfortunately. But I think he's going to have an unbelievable run on the indies and, and in AEW for the next, uh, you know, who, however long. Or, or Ring of Honor, right? He, he's facing the champion. Well, you mentioned that he's no Paul Heyman on the mic. Almost like they could have maybe paired the two. That could have been something very special. But I guess Amazing, we'll, yeah. I guess we'll never know. Yeah. Okay, guys, we got to get out of here. I'm so sorry for the late start for the short length. We will make it up to you, promise. We'll be back soon with another stacked lineup. Let's give everyone their flowers. We got them out of here. Kenny, please tell everyone where they can find you, my man. Uh, there's uh, loads. We've got a magazine that's in some Barnes and Nobles in the States, uh, insidetheropesmagazine.com. We've got a YouTube channel. We do loads of interviews, youtube.com forward slash inside the ropes. And we've got a news site that is not trying to compete with Fight Folks. We're all friends, itrwrestling.com. Don't go there. Izzy. <laughs> You guys can find me pretty much everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and now on TikTok. Um, for Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, it is It's Izzy Mania. And then just for TikTok, it's just Izzy Mania. You can shop my pro wrestling tees. And then you can also shop homage.com where they also sell the Izzy Mania t-shirt. So, yeah. Thanks for having me on. Izzy. Future pro wrestling current and future star as we all age <laughs> out and she takes over the tiktok sphere andrew zarian please tell everyone where they can see your good work my man uh wrestling observer live every sunday i host on uh for wrestling observer i do Matt men on there uh, i do i do rich my my co-host of like 25 years in, in life we've been we've been co-hosting this show for like ever <laughs> and uh and uh, we're live pal with garrick gonzalez i do on tuesdays everything over at f4wonline.com boom Look at that, guys. When I'm not here once a month for Fightful, I am competing with them. So please go over to Shaq Wrestling. Check out my interviews. Just dropped a great one with Bill Goldberg. Some other ones to check out. The Undertaker, Tony Khan, Malachi Black, Wardlow, Eddie Kingston all come to mind. We'll have Liv Morgan this Saturday ahead of next week's SummerSlam. Please make sure you subscribe to Fightful. Support all the amazing things they're doing, not just on their own, but getting everyone involved. Some good blood, you know? We really are the forbidden door of pro wrestling media take care everyone everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.